And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, an in-depth look at the cattle price recovery after a major drop-off with the stock market. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Get ready for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour and the high of zero, the low minus 10, wind chill minus 15 overnight. Thursday, sunny skies, wind southwest 30, and a high of plus 5, the low minus 5. Friday, sunny with a high plus 8, the low minus 5. Saturday, sunny, the high 11 degrees, the low minus 4. Sunday, sunny, the high 13, the low minus 3. Monday, partly cloudy, the high plus 7, the low minus 4. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high near plus 4. Normal high is 4, the normal low minus 8. The sun rose at 6.49 this morning. It sets at 7.19 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan again today at minus 1. The cold spot, Uranium City up north at minus 16. Estevan once again minus 1. Saskatoon and Swift Current both minus 4. Weyburn minus 1. Yorkton is minus 3. Light snow in Regina. It's minus 2. That's 29 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 22, gusting to 33. Humidity 62%, thermometer dropping 101.6. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 2. Winds are from the south at 12. Once again, Regina, light snow in minus 2. That's 29 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And Power Ridge Corporation. Get your seed placed. PKS Fertilizer with Power Ridge Quick Ship Delivery. Power Rich, a growing name in crop nutrition. Visit PowerRich.com. Canadian cattle prices are showing a recovery following a major pullback. Uncertainty, a stock sell-off, and supply chain worries over the COVID-19 pandemic prompted a drop-off in Canadian cattle prices a week ago. But the senior market analyst with Canfax, Brian Peria, says the market has seen a turnaround during the past few days. Fed cattle prices probably dropped about $15 a hundredweight, uh, you know, over $200 a head. We were kind of seeing some drops across fed cattle, and then that went down into the feeder cattle market as well into the springtime. Now, March is usually a, a bit of a tougher market, but uh, nonetheless, you know, it kind of exacerbated the, the spring declines on, on feeder cattle prices. Unfortunately, uh, was the initial reaction, I guess, from a couple weeks ago. What's happened since? So if you follow through the supply chain, if we look, you know, so after the kind of the initial panic came through and, you know, consumers started hoarding and stocking up on supplies, which actually, you know, shows kind of how good beef demand is and the importance of beef and people really starting having to eat at home, uh, you know, they basically just started emptying the retail counters. And from then, uh, you know, we've seen beef prices climb quite dramatically um not too bad at the retail level but packing plants selling the beef for quite a bit more money than they have in the last couple of years and finally now this week uh late last week and this week we're starting to see cattle prices pick up as you know packers are you know managing through the supplies you know operating six days a week to meet these demands and so it's actually turned kind of full circle now that we're 
into quite a, you know, this week anyways, we've seen quite a pop back in, in the market, you know, not quite to where we were prior to the issues, but, but nonetheless, you know, the, the panic's kind of out of the market. We're starting to see a little bit more stability uh, in our marketplace. And, you know, the low, the dollar's taken a huge hit as well. And, you know, with the U.S. market really perking up, things certainly boating a lot better here than, than they looked like even just a week ago. Care to guess how high prices could go? Uh, yeah, so, you know, huge uncertainty. I, I think part of the issue here is, you know, with uh, the beef side of things and how much cattle we can process. It's a reconfiguration a little bit of the supply chains. You know, there's being meat now that was ordered by restaurants. And, you know, those guys are certainly the restaurant industry is going to be struggling or is definitely hurting. And uh, so some of that product just has to get go back or converted over into the to the retail sector. So, you know, I don't think beef prices will continue to go up like they have probably just more of a a leveling off pace or they might even come down a little bit from these highs we're near all-time highs for wholesale beef prices but that's not all necessarily going to show up at the retail counter the retailers and kind of absorb some of that and we'll uh hopefully or they may be looking at buying beef you know cheaper it could be a month or or so from now uh to help balance out the prices for the consumers how much did prices go up uh, well, and that's the problem. We don't. That's where I'm sort of speaking in generalities on the retail side. We don't have really good, you know, retail data is always delayed. Realistically, if we step back two months ago, beef prices were actually quite cheap in February. You know, they were lower than a year ago. So a lot of retailers had actually bought up a fair bit of beef and were planning to do a bunch of featuring in March at pretty good prices for consumers. So basically. Rather than doing features, what they've done is they've been able to sell all the product without doing features. So basically, they've stayed about flat. You know, retail prices have stayed quite flat. Instead of seeing maybe cheaper beef prices this, you know, this month, uh, we just saw them kind of steady with February. So that's why I say consumers going to really not see this roller coaster in prices. I don't think. Tell me about some of the spring bull sales. Cattle producers are starting to hold them now. Luckily, I think for a lot of cow-calf producers, you know, these markets have been tough. For guys who backgrounded calves, as I said, some of them, you know, that were stuck selling in February, uh, you know, they probably, some of them at the worst case scenario would have wintered their feeder cattle over the winter and not really got paid for any of the feeder work to do that because, you know, the feeders weren't worth any more than they were last fall as calves. But nonetheless, I think moving forward, you know, there's still some optimism out there. Uh, Beef regular bull sales seem to be holding in fairly steady again with a year ago, looking at farms, bull sales year over year. Prices are pretty close to where they were last year. And the industry has been working on, you know, awareness and crowd control and guys going to, you know, more electronic sales, which the industry had been starting to do any before. So, uh, you know, they're still able to host a few producers and have bidders online and, and still uh, have a good robust market so far this year on the bull sales. Brian Peria is Senior Market Analyst with Canfax, an arm of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. CN Rail says grain movement is running smooth this month after serious disruptions this winter. The railway was affected by a week-long strike in November and illegal blockades this winter. 
CN's Director of Bulk Sales, Scott Chervell, says rail traffic is flowing quite strong. We are operating very efficiently and the CN network is fluid and velocity is strong. CN remains focused on the safety and health of its employees who play a leading and critical role at CN as an essential enabler of the North American economy. We have the capacity and resources in place to meet our customers' needs, including in the intermodal sector, which is critical to the supply of goods needed to restock store shelves. The fertilizer supply chain is really no different. Whether moving fertilizer to distribution centers in Western Canada and the U.S. for spring seeding, or moving 200-plus car unit trains of potash to ports east and west for shipment abroad. Chervell says cross-border rail shipments are not affected by a recent shutdown of non-essential border travel. He says efforts are underway to segregate staff and increase cleaning to avoid COVID-19. Chervell says Canada, and particularly Saskatchewan, is an important supplier of potash fertilizer to the U.S. market. He says Nutrien and Mosaic operate nine potash mines in Saskatchewan and are the main rail shippers to the U.S. farm market. The U.S. Corn Belt consumes roughly 85% of the total U.S. potash demand. Potash also moves by rail on CN facilities along the river in the U.S. for barge movement. Other potash is directed east into Ontario, Quebec and the Maritimes, and west for delivery to destinations in the U.S. Pacific Northwest. The North American producers have an extensive transportation storage and warehousing and distribution system to optimize deliverability during peak demand periods. The majority of domestic potash shipments move to retailers, cooperatives, and large warehouses, and farmers take it from there and move product to farm. Chervell says potash movement is also flowing to 40 export markets overseas, with the biggest destinations being Brazil, China, India, Indonesia, and Malaysia. He says CN is well prepared to meet the challenge of providing product to market. North American meat processors are paying additional money to workers as an incentive to meet surging demand from consumers. Tyson Foods in the U.S. says it would pay farmers a one-time premium on cattle slaughtered this week after facing objections over the company's soaring profits. In Canada, Olimal says it will pay a fixed bonus of $2 per hour to all employees in the food chain, including those in pork production units. Olimal has a number of those production units in Saskatchewan, which supply the company's processing plant in Red Deer. Maple Leaf will be providing temporary pay increases or bonuses to its employees as well. Russell Charlet says the bull sale at the Howe family farm just south of Moose Jaw is going ahead on April 1st. Bull buyers are encouraged to purchase by phone or online through DLMS. Bulls can be viewed on farm and will be moved to the sale facility on Sunday. Those planning to attend are asked to please limit the amount of people coming if possible. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra's prices for canola rose $1.20 at $4.24.28. Oats dropped $4.27 at $191.83. Number one red spring wheat declined $1.11 at $239.17. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, two sixty six thirty nine. Feed barley, $179.67 per metric ton. Flax, five fifty six seventy nine. Lentils, four eighty two fifty. Yellow peas, two fifty three eighty nine. Feed wheat, one eighty two seventy. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May spring wheat is up three and a quarter cents at five thirty eight and a quarter cent a bushel.
Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Hello, Cattleman Junior for Heartland Livestock Service York, and with your market report for the week of March 25th. With the board climbing these last few days, we're starting to see an upward trend on the prices on the feeder cattle. We have a light run on offer this week with 650 feeder cattle, 125 cows, and bulls. Here are a few highlights of today's sale: block steers 515 pounds at 239.50. 10 block steers 571 pounds at 227.50. 27 block steers 642 pounds at 215.50. 16 block steers 719 pounds at 206 and a quarter. And 18 block steers 777 pounds at $1.9475. Their buckskin steers 557 pounds at 233. Six buckskin steers 642 pounds at two and a quarter. Eight buckskin steers, 713 pounds at 210 and a quarter. 20 buckskin steers, 788 pounds at $1.9975. 14 buckskin steers, 852 pounds at $1.8075. Five red X steers, 625 pounds at 221.25. And their heavier brothers at 865 at $1.7475. The heifers are all about 25 to 30 cents back of their brothers. On the cow and bull trade this week, cows average 81 cents with a high of 90 on a good high yielding exotic cow. The bulls average $1.11 with a high of $1.24. Now we are still holding our pre-sort sales every week until further notice. There are a few protocols in place. For example, the sales are closed to the general public and the only people allowed entry is our staff and the order buyers. For further information on our sales and our new protocols, please give us a call. Once again, this has been Junior for HLS Yorkton. Please stay safe, healthy, and have a great day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,400 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 154 to 168 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head, selling in a range of 158 to 172 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices open mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down four basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.4491. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 69.63 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are higher for the third consecutive day, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, Western Corn Belt, national regions up by $1.66, $1.67, and $1.38 U.S. 100 weight, respectively. The daily cutout report shows some impressive gains in the primals, with butts up 68.6% from two weeks ago, while ribs are at the highest level for this marketing week since the report was formatted this way in 2013. Boins and picnics are also higher. The net value of the carcass is now at its highest level for the current marketing week, with the exception of 2014, but the trajectory could be disrupted in the mid to longer terms, especially if COVID-19 restrictions are intensified. Lean hog futures are trading mixed this morning, but strong follow-through buying has not materialized for more than two sessions recently, highlighting the ongoing uncertainty in the marketplace. Exports remain decent, and the seasonal tightening of supplies is only a few weeks away, if the historical trend holds. However, our main focus will be on the domestic market this year, and market watchers will be closely monitoring consumer behavior and to see if the current spike in retail offsets weakness in food service and restaurant sectors. And the outlook for today, mainly cloudy skies. 30% chance of flurries, winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high today, zero. The low tonight, minus 10 degrees. Wind chill, minus 15 overnight and tomorrow morning. 
Thursday, sunny skies, wind southwest at 30 kilometers per hour, the high tomorrow plus 5, the low minus 5. In Regina with light snow, it's minus 2, that's 29 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.